I'm Mitch. I'm Keith. And this is the Layman's Term Show. The Layman's Term Show, where a couple lay people, not, not clergy, clergy, talk about where life and faith intersect and have some fun conversations. Let's do it. Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome to allergy season. <laughs> so we've got a we've got a fresh one. A, uh, a fresh one hit wonder Ooh. that we're going to talk about. We're talking. Okay. What's our topic? Um, so we're going to talk about suffering. We're going to talk about how suffering, succotash, intervention. Mitch should have did his homework. Yeah. No, we're going to we're going to talk about we're going to talk about basically suffering and why does it exist, right? Like, um, you know, they say uh, if God is all good and all powerful why does why does he allow bad things to happen right i mean that's kind of the you know a, a, an atheist you know uh, pledge there is like well if, you know if god's all all powerful and all good uh why would he let good people suffer why would he let anybody suffer why would you know the fire in um, maui uh the hurricane that just hit florida why would he allow the any atrocities of in yeah. Ukraine? The yeah, I mean war crimes in general in in Haiti. Genocide what's going on in Haiti, you know, for decades. Political unrest. Like, why would he allow any of that to happen? Right. So, um, you know, like, and and we can we'll sum it. I mean, we can sum it up pretty easy. But, um, you know, free will. Yeah, free oh, will. Sorry. You didn't want that's me to it. sum it up? And that's it, folks. Oh, and hey, look at the Santa timer. Uh, <laughs> wow, they're still clicking away there, but uh, I think we just solved it. We just solved it. Cracked the code. Yeah, I mean, the 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 general um, the general theology behind it would be you have free will. Why would, why would God want um, all of us to be little robots doing the right thing all the time, right? Uh, and if, you know, you're, you know, your, your spouse is made for you perfectly, right. Then, then where, what does that, you know, what does that even, what does that even mean? Right. Um, and so the free will, the ability to choose right or wrong, or the ability to make your own decision is a gift from God. Yeah. It's to live the, to live your life and to seek him versus, you know, or choosing not to. That's the free will that he gives us. Which any, you know, and we we can cue it up to any kind of parent, right? Um, early on, you know, you, you kind of direct your kids and, and tell them what to do and tell them what not to do. But eventually you've got to let them be them. And you're there to support them and guide them, but they need to make their own decisions. Yeah, you have. It's otherwise, without freedom, there's no autonomy of decision and... bless you excuse me that there was a sneeze so you know uh god grants humanity the gift of free will and it enables us as individuals to make choices the choice to freely um the free choice to respond to god's grace yeah um or ignore it or ignore it 
Now, the flip side is, and I, I've had this thought for a long time, um, and I'll throw you another doozy in a, in a minute that's not in our preparation like we prepare for these yeah. things. Um, Whatever you throw at me will be a doozy I'm unprepared <laughs> for. So can, you know, and it's a, it's the thought of, can you know happiness if you don't know sadness? Can you know joyfulness if you don't know sorrow, right? Like if, if all you've ever known in your life is, is joy, well, do you really on, even understand what because, joy is? Because you, you haven't yeah. felt the opposite. Well, and joy isn't happy. Right. It's, it's, it's different. Yeah. Right? Happy I mean, is this um, in the moment immediately, um, this happy happiness is quick and short. And that's why I said happy and sad. Yeah. Right. Sadness is also short lived. (laughs) It can't be. Can I always think about sorrow is the long term effect of sadness. You know, like you break something, you know, you stub your toe, you're a little mad and you're a little sad, but you get over it. Right. Sorrow is kind of the deeper sadness emotion to me. Okay. I could be wrong. It's a high probability. (laughs) So anyway. Um, so that's, you know, that's kind of my, I've always, I've always thought that like, you know, you, you've got to go, um, it's like, it's like, I say it's it. like running, right? It's exactly like running. Uh, although I, I've never felt it because I don't run and I don't like to run. Uh, but you know, they, you, people talk about the runner's high, right? Mm. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, you run and run and run a lot of pain, a lot of, you know, and then you get this like really weird second emotion that is like, everything's great. Or it's euphoric. I don't know. Um, never been there. Never been there. Hey, here's uh, one. I here's, just feel pain when running. Here's the difference. When you lose weight, you feel good, right? So, like, you, you got to go through some pain to get some gain. Really? I love that. Say that again. You got to go through some pain to get some gain. I like it. Well, um, I always, every good Friday, um, I think about this. This might have been, like, my... One true analogy. And I'm not bagging on Kansas people here. Uh-oh. The state of. It's a great state. I think state lines are just weird. So I'm not okay. going to talk about... I'm just going to talk geography. Okay. Okay. It Would it help if there was like fences in between the states and like gates? No. And you had to have a passport to go no, in I think, would you, would I think you it's feel just, better about that? I saw a fun, I saw a fun map that was... Um, it redrew stuff based on like geography instead of arbitrary or is it, yeah yeah it was just like well there's sometimes it's different regions different regions and zones though sometimes like it's, like you know, different sometimes it is a, a it par- longitude it's partial but like anyway what i think about is there's that part of um there's that part of like eastern colorado mm-hmm. and western kansas mm-hmm. there's this stretch that mm-hmm. is it looks the same it is it is monotonous right right yes, totally um but you can't get to the mountains and the glory and the grandeur of like the Rocky Mountains without passing through the plains there, that <laughs> the, part of it, the right? Barren, the barren right? cornfields and, and wheat fields. No, and if, and I'm not trying to offend you if that's your, if that's, if your, that's your, if that's your maybe homeland. That, maybe and maybe, maybe if people don't like mountains, but yeah. they like the, they like the yeah. Western Kansas look. They're like, this is this is where I want to yeah, live. Yeah, maybe they came from the West and they had to cross those mountains to get to just 
Maybe they were runners. Pure flat land. Yeah. Maybe they're just runners. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I think, you know, it's, a, it's my Good Friday analogy of like, you got to go through the misery yeah. of um, Good Friday before you can get to the grandeur of of Easter. Yeah. The mountains. And um, I think... You know, one of the hardest parts about about this discussion is the misery or the pain or the sorrow. Um, it may not end on this side of life. No, yeah. You sure. know, that's, I think that's the hard part. Um, but the important part of faith and hope and belief is is you have is to have that you have to have that belief that things will be better it just may not be better in this lifetime i i also i also you know um think about i got like a little sneeze brewing um so uh my my mom right um had ms terrible debilitating disease right like just just terrible and if you don't know what um ms is multiple sclerosis it um your nerve endings have a coating on them right so that you know when when you touch your hand it doesn't it doesn't hurt like your nerves are like ow hurt but if you jab it with a knife it hurts right um so what ms does is it it takes that that coating off your nerves so like air feels like it hurts Mm. over time right it's like a gentle overtime process right so it's terrible 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 um disease and and heat actually makes it worse right so like colder environments colder temperatures is, is better and you know heat anyway so um you know so like my mom had ms for a long time just terrible she ended up getting um diabetes and it just really debilitated her and she had to go to a nursing home pretty early in life um mid mid 60s Mm. right she couldn't really walk or anything like that and you know i i used to have a conversation with her where you know she would she would say uh you know I did, I did everything right in life, you know, like I didn't, I tried not to be a bad person. I tried not to do bad things, mm-hmm. you know, I tried to live, live life the, you know, the best that I could. Why is this happening to me? Right. Why, why is all these bad things happening? And, you know, and I just said in the moment, um, which it didn't help, but I, I believe it, which is you might be exactly where God needs you. In that moment, you may be, okay, you may be in a nursing home, you may be in pain, can't walk, but there's people around you that may need you and your positivity more than you need somebody else's positivity, Mm. right? Like you, you don't know where, you don't know how you can give your gifts until you try, right? Like you, you. You and so my thing is I don't think I don't think now I mean there's biblical references of of God causing some um, pretty serious mm-hmm. famines and other things but I don't think God causes 
generally speaking, bad things to happen to you to put you in in a place to to do his will. But I think that his will can be done at any point in your life, right? Like you can choose to to do his will at any point, right? And um, and so I always think about that too. Is like no matter no matter how terrible. No matter what bad things have happened to you, you still, one, you have to process through that, but you're, you're still in a position where you can help others and or do God's will, right? Even, even at the, even at the end of, even at the end of the end, right? Yeah, I think, I think the harder, um, yeah, I think the harder part is the, of of um working through is like you talked about like diseases afflictions ailments that are um a natural part of the world mm-hmm. and the world that we live in um when when um that's that's what's harder than um human made atrocities sure. and you know like you know, people do bad things. I think yep. we can all, yep, we can all wrap our mind around like, if if it's a if people do if a person does a bad thing, you can blame that person. Well, you can you you can say you well, they made the choice. You don't to need do that. Right? Yeah, you it's know? pretty easy to to right. it's pretty easy to wrap around free will of, um, God gave them autonomy to make decisions and poor decisions are what we do best as humans and <laughs> all day <laughs> yeah that's it's kind of our it's kind of our marker is bad decisions and um so when suffering's at the hand of um or can be attributed to humanness it's easier to to point at to point at that but whenever the suffering that just happens. Um, why is it that we want to blame God? Yeah, um, I think I think it's kind of interesting that uh, in those same instances, the people that would maybe blame God uh, also don't thank God for the good things that have happened in their life either, right? Like, you know, it's kind of it's kind of twofold. Right, and I think that sometimes people get a little lost in that aspect of it too. Mm-hmm. But well, we were talking, you know, we've there's this passage in in scripture, and it's in Luke, um, and it was there was some Galileans who were murdered, mm-hmm. and it was it was an atrocity, and um, you know, and this comes up, this um, this comes up, and Jesus is asked about it. And kind of he puts it this way: is, is um, do you think that those Galileans were worse sinners than the other Galileans because of the way they suffered? Mm. Right. And I think the answer to that is, well, no. Well, then they weren't being punished by God in this situation. Bad people did bad things, and that's. Um, that's the you know that's an of course not, but that's a weird that's a crazy juxtaposition that we try to project 
onto situations yeah. of, and I think this happens all the time. This, like people will use people, um, and religious groups will do this. They'll try to they'll try to assign some bad thing that's happened as some act of God as mm-hmm. punishment mm-hmm. or retribution towards mm-hmm. people when yeah, we're all on this same... S- yeah, but we're all on this... You know, and Jesus says right there, we're all on the same sin plane. Yeah. Like, because yeah. there's this equity of sin yeah. that Jesus points out that, that it's really amazing how bad that theology is. Well, I think I think I think the key point is that uh, in in God's eyes, all sin is bad. There's not. So, and we've there's talked about a, this we've before. Talked about there's the there's, hierarchy there's, of there's sin. not a hierarchy of sin, right? So, killing somebody is on the same level as wishing they would too die, much, right? <laughs> like being gluttonous. Even, no, I right? just mean even. Or even thinking even about it th- in a negative way. Thinking yeah. ill thoughts about someone. That's what that's what Yeah. You I know. mean it's Ten Commandments. There isn't there wasn't a um you know an uh an order per se of the Ten Commandments. You know, right? it wasn't like And there okay, wasn't just was the ten most important. and there was more to it and yeah. Jesus tells you what's most important. We really don't want you to do the top five, but if you do the bottom five, then like Okay, save a few Hail Marys and move yeah, on, and, well, right? and like, like Jesus is working within a world too that, um, you know, at this point in time when Jesus is, um, I don't have the exact numbers on it, but you're talking about, um, laws, you know, rules within the laws of the Torah, um, and then the Jewish religious system that was in place, there was multiple thousand specific do's and don'ts yeah and 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 you know and they were actually if you do this you need to yeah. do this to make and there was for a, it. yeah and right. there, there was these theological debates of the day mm-hmm. was yeah well i can't possibly be able to do all these we need a hierarchy mm-hmm. what's the worst one yeah <laughs> yeah what are the worst ones yeah what where can i start what's the starter yeah. course yeah. yeah um and i think i think I think Christianity and the message of Jesus is the fact that you can't do everything right. You cannot possibly be made right with God. There is nothing you can do, nothing you can sacrifice, nothing you can correct to be made right with God. It's not possible. We're all in that together. Mm. So only Jesus' sacrifice can provide you rightness with God. That's the big equalizer. Yeah. Well, then I get, I get you know, to, to, to play an ad, you know, a, a, a devil's advocate, right? Ooh. Because um, you can get down the road of universalism, universalist thinking, which is, well, everybody's going to go to heaven then, right? Like, if, if we're all equal and we're all in the same playing field then we'll all go to heaven because we're all equal in this yeah and we can have some great heaven hell discussions too that'd be fun um down the road <laughs> but the i mean but think about the ultimate suffering yeah so what was your question in well there? anyway anyway so my thing is like um you're you're 
if if we're all because equal on sin, and we all have an equal opportunity of accepting the grace of God. See, I think that that's the key, right? Like the the difference is for me at least, you you one first have to um, accept the grace that He gives you, and then you have to work towards not being as bad as you possibly can. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's like this because, because you're accepting that grace, you're then on a path towards, uh, I wouldn't say perfection, but not a non sinful nature, but you'll never get there in this life. Right. Like, but, but it's, it's that it's working towards that path that I think is to me important. Now I'm not, you know, Again, there's no prescription of like, oh, this is how far you need to get before, you know, you're you're okay in God's eyes, right? It's just your own personal journey. Would you agree? Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, I think it's like and I don't want everything to be like action action based, but you gotta think like if you got a kid and which which kid would you rather have? You had two kids there. And which one are you going to be more proud of, more is going to be more pleasing to you if if you say, you know, two kids and they have two rooms and you say, go clean your rooms. And one says, yeah, sure, dad, no thing. Not a problem. I'm on it. And then doesn't do it. <laughs> or the other one yeah. is like, I don't want to. I hate cleaning my room. This is stupid. And they're doing that the entire time they're cleaning their room. Yeah. Pick one. Uh, <sighs> Obedience, Keith. Man. Obedience. Oh, man. Uh, Are you serious? No, You're no, no. On this? Only because only that's like that. Like, is this a real scenario? That actually is a real oh, scenario. Oh, so I'm actually asking you to choose between your yes, children. Yes, oh, you're I'm ask, sorry. I'm actually sorry, no. asking me to choose sorry. between two of my kids. Sorry. Well, you so don't it's even. It's very difficult for me to choose this because one of my kids. Well, j- just a It's par- like folding laundry. You can, you, can, yeah. you can relate to folding laundry. Oh, I. Okay. So the kids fold their own love laundry. Love a good laundry folding story. Right. So I do the laundry now for the kids. Uh, and I make them fold it. They're old enough. They can fold it. I mean, the little one can't, so I make the older ones do his. And um, one of my kids is like, uh, uh, you know, slinks out of the couch. You yeah. Get one oh, of those. yeah. Well, they can't just stand up and go. No. They just fall like the melt. melt out of the couch and then like does the worm over to the basket of like clothes wailing and rolling around but she does it in like you know 15 20 minutes gets done goes and puts yeah. it up complains the entire flipping yeah. time yeah that's that's what i'm talking about entire flipping time yeah okay? the other one will do it but it takes her like two hours and she you know squirrel Oh, you know, oh, you know, hey, hey, Alexa, play this for me. And then start singing for 15 minutes. And you're constantly like, come on, lady, get it done. Then you can talk to Alexa all you want, you know. So she still does it, but it just takes like 10 times longer. But she's joyful while doing it. I don't I don't know which one I would pick. If I had to like, if they both had to be a certain way, 
I think I'd rather. I think I'd rather the yeah, one that missed, moans about You missed it, my point. But gets it done in fifteen minutes. No, I didn't miss your. Point. You missed my point because point. you changed my analogy. I know. I know. Because but like, the one I'm that like it's, that's the one that takes head. the two hours at least did it. Here's the example: the one that takes the two hours. What if they just never did anything related to that laundry whatsoever? They were just super nice about it. I mean. I would, I would, uh, and just they kind have of, to get, as I would say, punished. <laughs> Stay in the corner, do some extra chores that they would probably never do. <laughs> no, I didn't miss your point. I just like immediately in my brain thought of that scenario and was like, oh, anyway, sorry, my bad. I'm sorry I ruined your point. Wow. God created this good and perfect place. We're the ones that ruined it. <laughs> so you don't need to apologize. And, and continue and continue to ruin it. It's right? not. Yeah, this wasn't my good and perfect podcast that you ruined. It was God's perfect world that we've ruined. <laughs> partially with this podcast. Hey, you know what? That I mean, I feel like we get we get it we could get a motto out of this for our podcast. It ain't gonna be perfect because nothing is. That's right. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I think my yeah, I think if there's any listeners out there, I think um, this is a great life lesson for all relationships, and you should take this. You sh- here it is. You ready for it? I'm ready. I know where you're going. Yeah, you know where I'm going. I think you should. All our listeners should apply this mm-hmm. um, this little mantra to um, this podcast. Um, <laughs> lower your expectations and increase your commitment. <laughs> I think I honestly I think about. Um, I think about that in every facet of life. Yep. How many times do you walk into a small business or restaurant for the first time and get some lousy service and you're like, I'm never going there again. I'm going to get on Keeping Carney Informed Facebook page and tell everybody how terrible the service is. And you know what I mean? Like you just like you get one bad experience and it's like, I'm sorry that it what your experience wasn't perfect. Right? Like, can we have a little little grace, a little compassion for every part of our life Man. and realize that you know like you may not get the best the most perfect service everywhere you go and that includes from your family that includes from your kids that includes everything well you should lower your expectations <laughs> increase your commitment um yeah I, I like to lower the expectations part I just want people to become regular listeners. If they lower their expectation and re- listen regularly, they'll they'll find something endearing about these conversations. Yeah, um, and usually it happens towards the end. So you really need to listen to all of it, all the way through. That's that's my other piece of advice there. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about what what is. So what what would be your encouragement? What would, so if, if if anybody's out there listening to this, right, and they're in they're in a really tough spot where they're maybe got some suffering going on, right? What is your what what's your encouragement with to them around this whole message? Because you know we've talked about we've talked about uh, why suffering exists, right? Free will, um, but like. That doesn't make people feel better. Well, when you go back to moment, Genesis, you know? like like evil entered the world. Um, it was a the initial world was a perfect place, but then evils entered the world. Um, we are outside of the garden. Um, 
we're living outside of the perfect relationship with God we were created to be in, but yet still inherently within us, we're drawn towards that. Um, we feel that void, that need um, for that reunification with God, but on this side of life, we can't fully experience that. Mm-hmm. But that ache, that we're drawn there, but because of this world outside of that perfect unity, it's a broken world where just bad stuff happens and the natural order of things um, prevails with um, worldly human suffering. Um, And I think my first, my, I don't know that it's comforting, but it's recognizing that, calling that out and coming to terms with that. Mm, mm -hmm. That yes, sometimes we don't, realize the vastness i think we get very focused in minutely into what what we're experiencing Mm. and um there's always a and like i said this may not be helpful but looking looking beyond beyond ourselves and our own personal experience for some context um can help us gain some gratitude. Yeah. I think about, um, we were watching a a movie last night. Parker fell asleep in my lap. It was great. Um, we were watching a movie interstellar. You ever watch interstellar? It was maybe like three or four years old. It's humanity. The the earth's dying. Humanity's dying out. And there, so they, someone created a wormhole of systems that maybe they, all the humans can go and leave Earth and inhabit another planet. Okay. Brad Pitt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, not Brad Pitt. Um, 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 uh, uh, Con, um, not Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, Matthew McConaughey. Another handsome devil. And um, um, well, I can see him. I can see him. He was in, um. Goodwill Hunting. Oh, that guy, Matt Damon. Are they like Matt Damon, father son? But no, 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 no. He, they're both. One's a scientist, one's an astronaut. Anyway, so here, here's the point that I'll make. During the movie, I think th- I've seen it. They're in this, spaceship, but I don't remember it. Right? Oh, you've you've probably seen it. They're in this spaceship and they're passing Jupiter. Okay, and this it I and I just had this thought when I was watching it. Um, it's one of the most amazing shots because it's probably actually really accurate in terms of. You've got Jupiter, right, in, like, the middle of your screen, <coughs> and it's just black void around Jupiter. And you just see this little tiny, 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 tiny pixel just going across the screen, right, which is their spaceship. Yeah. And I think about how vast the universe is, how vast space is. Think about how vast and deep our oceans are. That we'll never we'll never be able to comprehend because we we can't go down there, you know, the 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 trenches and stuff that are in, you know, how big the world is, you know, we're so stuck with how big our house is, how big our car is, how big our whatever is that we don't comprehend the the vastness of everything around us, right? And I think of God's plan like that. Yeah, I think we're it, so focused yeah. on what our yes. part of God's plan is and why did this happen to me and we don't look at the the bigger 
picture because yeah. you, you can't. You can't yeah, see it. I guess stop, we have to stop looking for solutions necessarily to problems or... Um, and here would be my prescription. Dr. Mitch. Look for an opportunity to improve the situation of someone else, no matter how minutely. So if you're feeling super crummy, and maybe the only thing you, maybe the only like, I don't know how horrible things can get. Mm. Like I mm. can't even fathom it. I couldn't empathize with it. I can only sympathize, right? That'd be the right, like, you don't know how people actually feel. Yeah. You can kind of take your... You can infer. You can take your feelings and then kind of maximize them to an nth degree, mm. but it still can't quantify the internal emotions of someone else. Sure. So, um, but I do think everyone has a potential to improve the day of someone else and you can't discount how much that can do for you yeah so if all you can do is muster a smile for someone who needs a smile that smile may be huge yeah that's it so if it's if it's really bad see if you can be nice to somebody. make something not suck so bad for somebody else yeah that's it that's all we got we ran out of the sands of time, like four minutes ago. Oh. Well, hope some people were still listening. Love you guys. <laughs> See you.